Welcome to episode three of Devil's Trap Podcast, also known as Mr. Salty and Oh My God, Towels. This week, we'll talk about how uh, Dean might not be a total douche. We'll talk about whether or not salt and phalluses have anything in common. And why you never turn down a bucket of chicken. All right, let's get into this theme song. too bad not too bad um uh gratefully it was quiet uh my biggest excitement uh, i'll share my two tidbits of the week are uh i saw bill burr last night um doing his socially distant comedy thing tour he's playing an absurd amount of shows over short periods of time in cities like two two shows he did eight shows in dallas that's where i saw him last night it was real cold because it was outside and mm-hmm. there was planes and it was next to a highway and it was one of his funniest jokes to like not give away a Bill Burr jokes, but one of his funniest jokes was about being a crazy man yelling next to the highway. And uh, yeah, you can hear the highway. So it, was pretty, it was pretty yeah. fucking funny. Um, but yeah, so it was cold, but it was, it was, really, it was really enjoyable still. It was kind of nice because the good thing about socially distant shows is um, especially things like that is like, there's no one up on you, which is pretty sweet. So, which is how I want to see everything. Like, <laughs> I don't think we had to wait for a pandemic for me to tell people to get the fuck away from me. Yeah. Um, so if I can live like, like life like this forever, I'd be happy with it. Yeah. Well, I've got, I, I, I still need my sweaty punk rock shows. So I'm, those I'm missing, but, and, and yeah, my but I, still don't, I don't want the people at the sweaty punk rock show to touch me. Uh, we're at the back of the room, the oh, older the punk the rocker, but the farther everybody... from the front of the stage. Yeah. But I want all the other kids to be able to touch each other. Well, they can touch each other. They just it, can't they touch can. me. But they won't now because, yeah, COVID. Well, and I then mean, Dave you, and I uh, yeah. went and donated our, speaking of COVID, we, because um, we did have COVID earlier, like three months ago, about two and a half months, whatever. Anyways, so Labor we went, Day. So yeah, so we, went don- we went and donated our plasma today with Carter Blood Care um, because they are using plasma donations and therapeutics right now. So uh, that's my little plug. If you if you are up to it and interested, that is something you can do, and you you do get the antibody test for free that way. But also, they, they use plasma for a lot of things. So even if it's not for that, you know, blood and plasma is a good thing to donate. Blah blah blah. There's my PSA. But. Yeah, I, I'm also not, I, I am not ashamed to say that I also had COVID um, because I think probably at this point, you know, more people have had COVID than haven't. Um, but, you know, right when, like, probably a month or two ago, I started researching places to donate plasma and I like, I think I may have just answered questions wrong because like Red Cross and other people didn't get back to me. And I'm like, I want to give you my blood. Just take it. Be my vampire. But yeah. Nobody uh, wants I, to suck my blood. And I was texting with Liz, at, we were texting at the time because I'm sitting there like donating plasma and plasma, like it's different. There's a, but there's like a bunch of bags and they take stuff out, put stuff back in, blah, the thing. Anyways, um, but there's like all these blood bags. I'm like, I've watched way too many vampire shows to be around this many blood bags. <laughs> I was getting like, well, at I was this like, point, like, I mean, hmm. 
yeah like, those vampires vampire would be dickish shows. you know like it's like you can't still for like to help prevent covid like i don't even think vampires would be that that awful no i know it was just funny i was just thinking because i only like the good vampires lot. so bad vampires you know yeah, yeah fuck they, the bad they vampires. can suck we like the, but... we like the nice ones eh, they suck, uh, eh. they suck. Womp, womp. So but yeah so that's been my like, exciting I week like i, I have, have a shopping problem which week, i do so but i don't fun. want people to know about it like you shouldn't be able to walk in my you should be able to camouflage it well, I mean, and part of me is like, nobody's going to see my house. It's COVID. Like, no one's coming in here. But at the same time, like, I know. I know. <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah. We have a, I'm going to start my holiday baking soon. So if you want to talk about enjoyable weekends. But um, I'm going to get my little, uh, <clears throat> I've got some little plugs for, for my accessorizing and uh, drinking for this evening. I'll go ahead and jump in. I am rocking my Majestic AF uh, wine glass with featuring a unicorn, glittery green unicorn, uh, courtesy of my sister Andrea. I am rocking my amazing um, uh, David Rose inspired sweatshirt purchased on Etsy. Uh, you if you watch Shits awesome. Creek, Shits Creek is, yeah. uh, is my jam. Shout out to D, my friend D, for getting me some earrings that match this hoodie now or the sweatshirt now. So it's pretty sweet. And tonight I am drinking uh, Coleman Cellars out of the Hill Country. Uh, this is the Calcaria. It is their Texas High Plains, the white wine uh, that I uh, deeply enjoy. Uh, we are twinsies. Home. I am oh. also drinking Coleman, but there I am go. drinking Coleman's Barranca. I don't oh, know if that's how you say it, but I think that's how we should say it. Barranca. Uh, the two uh, R's roll them. Yeah. So, uh, so I have a red. She has a white. Um, I am not wearing anything amazing. Um, I have Except for that makeup. I do. So I got the Lisa Frank uh, palette because I am a sucker for packaging. I am a sucker for all things Lisa Frank. So I got the one with the raw tiger kitten on the front of it. Yes. And every color in it is super playful. And I feel like this is a makeup podcast. Jesus Christ. That's awesome. um, so I'm wearing Hufflepuff makeup because I'm a Hufflepuff. So I have on bright yellow, which I would never wear outside of my house. But again, COVID, nobody can see me wearing bright yellow eyeshadow except people it who watch this amazing. video. It looks amazing. Well, Diana has on like her bright purple. Uh, is that Kat Von D? It's my, yeah, it's Kat Von D uh, everlasting purple with like a little, like a blue violet, I would call it. Oh, we probably need to stop this now. We're going to lose every male listener. Yeah, they're, they're like, going to be like, we're going to talk that? about guns and, and killing shit. I like guns too, man. I, I, just, like to wear, I just like to wear lipstick while I'm shooting them. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. So I did watch episode three. Um, and I so, hope so. We're talking uh, about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did. I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to fake it. No, just kidding. No, I would watch, I watched episode three um, actually just a little while ago. So I'm, it's fresh for me. Um, and um yeah, I mean, like, I think it's uh, my my quick overview without getting into the storyline so much. So I think we're getting a little bit more character development here, at least for Dean specifically, um, which I think is important in making them more likable <laughs> characters. Um, so, uh, and um, yeah, I've got some observations and whatnot as we go. But um, I'm looking forward to your whatnot. Well, I'm always, I'm always got some whatnots. Um, who's it's and what's it's galore. Anyways, uh, so it's what's it's there we go. So, um, all right. Well, do you want to do you want me to do you want to kick off with the storytelling, or you want me to start? Or how do you want to go? 
Um, I do have some background information on this episode, which you might find interesting. Okay. So um, this is episode three, which was titled Dead in the Water. It originally aired September 27th, 2005. The director was Kim Manners, and he was a producer and director known for The X-Files, Supernatural, and Mission Impossible, the movie, not the TV show. He did pass away in 2009, but he directed 17 episodes of Supernatural. His trademark was camera close-ups of faces excluding top of the subject's head. I forgot to look for that. I don't think I noticed it, but... That was his trademark. Interesting. So the writers, there's two writers for this one. The first one was Sarah Gamble. Now, Sarah wrote and produced not only Supernatural, but she also produced another one of our favorites, The Magicians. Ooh. So yay for The Magicians. Um, she also wrote four episodes of a show called Supernatural Gender Swap, an audio adaptation of the hit CW series Supernatural. But there's a twist. Brothers Sam and Dean are now sisters, Samantha and Deanna. And so they explore how the series may have played out had it been written this way. Um, so I found three, episodes, three seasons of it is available as an audio podcast on foolsgoldtheater.podbean.com. So I encourage you to go listen to that. Um, maybe after we get through 15 seasons of this, we can go back and do three seasons of that. I don't know. But, um, All right. Right. So the second, uh, the second writer, her name is Rael. I got her first name right, Tucker. So she not only wrote on Supernatural and also the Supernatural gender swap, she also wrote and produced on True Blood. Suck it. Suck it. Suck it. Oh, suck it. All right. Well, yeah, we got vampire tie-in again. There we go. Yeah, all right. Always all tying right. in with the vampires and our other magician show. So, which I'm sad is over. But I know, me too. Well, all right. Uh, well, good. Um, and we'll have a. Um, well, all right. Let's, do you want us to kick off the story? So the story starts out with um, a uh, what, it's like a father, a, a son, and a like a, a grown-ish son and a. a grown Well, I mean, the sister makes a comment that he shouldn't be living at home. So we've a grown. Yeah, hilarious by the way correct yeah. girls don't like guys who live at home just saying but you know we don't but also in this age i guess if you're a millennial you'd probably give well, a little leeway that yeah. it's not that hard to find a fucking roommate and move out of your goddamn parents house but whatever yeah there we um, go. yeah and they're also so this is in lake monotoc wisconsin which is not a real place um but they were also very early morning go-getters. I hate morning people, but they were all like, she's like, I'm going to go swim in the lake. And he's like, I'm eating my breakfast, sitting on the counter. And the dad just looked kind of sad. I'm like, I'm reading my newspaper. But yeah, those those were morning people. I do right. not get along with morning people. <laughs> I'm kind of a morning person. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Nope. Uh, <laughs> so the girl goes and she's going for a morning swim and she dives in the lake and she's doing some pretty impressive frog kicks while yeah. she's down in there and like some good underwater camera action. Yeah. But then she starts hearing the creepy whispers. I'm just gonna say it was also it seems like a very peaceful experience to swim in the lake alone, but also super sketchy and dangerous. Like, don't you need a spotter? Like, shouldn't someone be watching you? I mean, come on now. 
See, where you say like that seems really like so like peaceful, and I'm like, don't swim in nature; nature will kill you. That is my nature. Just don't swim in nature alone. True. I mean, I do love. I mean, so in the Texas Hill Country where we live, we have a ton of rivers, and I love a good tube. Everybody Mm -hmm. loves going tubing down the river, but Mm -hmm. at the same time, that's also where the water moccasins and leeches live. So. Yeah. It, and apparently lake things that grab under your feet and pull you under and then you drown. Yeah. Not, not into that. Not into that and, at all. Well, I mean, Diana, you're really good at swimming in like natural water. Like every time we've gone, you know, we have traveled the world together because we're, we're ladies like that. We, you yeah. know, we are world travelers, but every time, you know, we've been snorkeling, like Diana's the first out of the boat, just like happily swimming along the ocean. And I'm like, I'm going to drown and die. <laughs> Somebody put a life jacket on me. I am a confident swimmer. I'm just also still going to stand by. I would not have been swimming in that lake by my fucking self. Yep. That's just, that's just all there is to it. I've been like, yeah, this is cute. I'll put my toes in. If there's no one here, I am not going for a deep water swim with no one here. Well, in case and then maybe you can get a fish pedicure, which I did have happen in Tulum. And it's real weird. Um, I didn't pay for it. I was just in like, uh, what is a cenote? Oh, yeah. And I had, I was in Cenote or Lagoon and I had like my feet dangled in. This was after somebody tried to chicken me into jumping off like a 20 foot thing into there. And I was like, you cannot chicken me into dying. Like, <laughs> cause I was like, nobody, like, I'm assuming the, the hospitals here are not that great. So please get, no. But so then I had my feet in and the little fishy were coming by and they were just nibbling on my feet and it felt real weird. And then you can't kick them because they're little minnows, but people pay for that. They do. They pay a lot of money for it. And it eats me out. I'll just I'll just I'll just get my feet scrubbed by somebody, by a human. Yeah. Thanks. Yep. But yeah. So at first I was like, ooh, somebody watching her though. Cause that angle they kept going to, like from the woods. I was like, boom, boom, boom. someone's like watching from the woods. Um, that was my first thought at this point. I'm like, okay, what's going okay. on? Somebody knows what's going on here. But anyways, so there we go. Uh and then So she did. Yeah, so she gets pulled under. She gone dead yeah yep all right so i guess now we're gonna flash to our heroes who are at a (laughs) diner at the linwood inn and they have a bunch of newspapers on the table like where are you getting these fucking newspapers but they have a bunch of newspapers and they're circling weird things and then of course dean then sees a waitress and he turns into a perv because god damn it dean like you need to get laid i don't understand what's going on like just stop um so then Sam's like, you know, Sam's just kind of, you know, I guess, uh, making fun of him for that. Cause I would, mm-hmm. and, and Dean's like, we're allowed to have fun. That's fun. And then he refers to the girl as fun. And also I had to say, you know, she's very attractive for someone who's working in a diner yes. in a podunk town. Um, yes. so yeah, no, I was laughing at that part too. I'm like, she's fun. I'm like, we've, we probably said that in our single days about somebody or for me my single days about somebody like they're fun like <laughs> yeah different different world probably would have said it in a, in a more fun way though yes yes I, don't, I can't be clever about that right now anyhow so they are going through the newspaper and you see that dean has now circled something about sophie carlton 18 walks in lake and she drowns oh no mm. she's the third drowned and then 
Sam starts bitching and whining. And Dean says, I'm sick of this attitude. And guess what? So are we, Dean. We are also <laughs> sick of this fucking attitude that Sam is projecting. Yeah. And so when Dean goes into this speech, though, and he's telling Sam what's up, like, he gets a little hot. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm going for this. Like, you're getting all macho, but you're doing yeah. it in a good way. And you're like, hey, we have a duty. We have responsibilities. Yeah. It was a good and speech. then he looks at the waitress's ass. And I'm like, damn it, Dean. Like, you were so, you were working for me. Focus. And then focus, focus, focus on the good things. But I guess, you know, sometimes butts do distract me, too. But oh. and Sam agrees to go. Do you have any other notes on the scene? No, no, you got it. That's okay, got that's pretty much the summary. Okay, Dean, you suck. Dean, you're hot. Dean, you suck again. Yes. All right. Yes. All right. So we're gonna travel, and we're gonna go welcome to Lake Monotok. Yes. Where they go check out what's going on there, meeting with the sheriff. They do, and it looks like a really cute town. You know, there's people fishing off of bridges, and there's all sorts of, like, fun things. And then they go up, and they go to uh, the house where uh, the girl, where Sophie has died. And Dean introduces them as Agent Ford and Agent Agent Hamill of the U.S. Wildlife Service. And, okay, we're not quite, I mean, this one, I'm like, okay, maybe I wouldn't question it. You know, you, somebody has died in a lake. Yeah, I can kind of see that. Um, so they start talking to the brother, and they're, they're they're asking the creepy questions, like, so have you seen anything? Like, you know, any weird shapes or sounds? At least what they're asking seems plausible. But then Sam gets this really creepy eyes thing going, and he kind of has this through a lot of the episode. And he's, like, asked, like, to talk to his dad, and it's a very soft voice. And the boy's like, no, no, man. Like, you can't talk to my dad. I'm like, I would I would agree. I'd be like, no, creepy dude. No, Sam's, my dad's Sam's dad. in a mood in this episode. He's just in a mood the whole thing, I feel like. He's in a mood, and he's, but when he tries to be on, he just gets real creeper. Yeah. I'm just being like, yeah, no, I'm all, we'll, we'll find out the end whose team I'm on in this one, but it's not Sam's. Uh, all right, so they go to the sheriff's, and so they're at the sheriff's office? Is the sheriff's station? Yeah, sheriff? A, sure, one of those. I mean, it seemed like there was not a lot of people in the sheriff's department, so. Yeah, I guess in these small podunk towns, there aren't a lot of sheriffs. We, we learned this in the other one where, you know, you get tied, you get handcuffed to a drawer. So yes. these aren't yes. the best sheriffs, not the best law enforcement. Uh, you know. uh, so they're at the sheriff's office and the sheriff's like, well, there's no indigenous carnivores in this lake. I'm like, big word, sheriff. Good job, like, sir. Yeah. I, yeah. I found this sheriff, like, as they're talking through this and, you know, they're, they start like dipping their toes. No, not to be a punny about the dipping their toes in the lake but they're dipping their toes into kind of like the implying some crypto zoological shit going on oh diana's also throwing out the 50 yeah. words <clears throat> dust my shoulders off throw my hair on that one but they're kind of throwing that out there for that kind of information from guys that are probably not from the forest service or whatever this sheriff is very forthcoming with information. <laughs> I was like, but he's oh, awesome. this is not super believable story. They're talking about some like crypto shit. And then you're just like, yeah, I'll just tell you everything. Even though I probably don't believe what you're doing. Well, I mean, maybe they're like, you know, is there an alligator? I mean, I guess there's not alligators in Wisconsin, but <sighs> I, don't know. I don't know. If you live in Wisconsin and you've seen an alligator up there, please let get, us know. 
I get very excited about this point. So around this time, I'm like, uh, is it going to be something Nessie? But and then they talked about Nessie, and yes. then you're like, I got excited. Well, um, but also the sheriff is super defensive, and so yeah. there's like, you know, is there a big fish? And he's like, no. And then he's well, like, how do you know? How do you know? And then he's like, we're tearing the dam apart. Like, shouldn't you know about this if you're wildlife services? But he's also like, there's not going to be much of a lake or a town. So why the fuck are you guys still living in this town? Yeah, At this point, don't you move? Like they, six like, months, a town's going to flood. Like you sell and you go somewhere else. But property values are plummeting. But, and, and like the dad is still living in the house. Like, so shouldn't he have moved? So that's weird. Yeah. But then we get Amy Acker. Amy Acker shows up, yes. and I'm very excited. Uh, so that is my friend. I had from notes Angel. about her too. Okay. Oh. Talk about talk about Amy Acker. Well, a, you. she's another Texan, and uh, so we keep keep the Texans rolling here. Um, also, see the show. You, you like her from Angel, which I did not really watch. I, I am working on my Buffy though, so but I did not watch Angel. I saw her, and I recognized her from Dollhouse which was another Joss Whedon show that I watched. Yep, which I would not have watched. Well, it's obviously a Whedon show, so I watched it. Um, but so when she was an angel, um, she played Fred, and then she also played a god in the second, oh, spoiling angel, whatever. It's a very old show. You should have watched it yes. by now. Um, but she's blue, and she's really hot as a blue girl. And it does kind of make me lead to my theory that most women are hotter when they're painted blue or green. Um, you can go back to, you know, to Beetlejuice, to Miss Argentina, uh, to the women in uh, the cantina in Star Wars. And uh, Jabba's, I think Jabba has like slave girls that are green. But yeah, women are really hot when they're blue or green. Maybe not Avatar, but I don't know. But they weren't real women, so. I didn't watch, I never saw Avatar by choice, so. You never saw Avatar? Avatar? No, okay. I refuse to watch it. All right. But yeah, okay, so I was excited. to why Diana hates Avatar. But I, just, okay. I, I just didn't care. I didn't care. It's not some just contrarian enough, like where everybody's into something. I don't want to watch it on principle at some point. Well, I've never seen just... Jurassic Park, so. Oh, the, not even the Jeff Goldblum ones? The old ones? No. Oh, my God. See, the old ones are like legacy. We're, con the new we're, ones contra are we're contrarian about different things. I know. Okay, so. Yeah, so and so Andrea is her name in the yep. show, her, her character's name, and she gets Dean on an epic burn, but uh, after she She does, in, but first, like, he becomes super pervy. Of course. Because really Dean, fun. your dick, put it away. Uh, she she lady. rolls into her dad's sheriff's office with her kid who doesn't talk and they talk her into walking them to the hotel and he he's just like not dean is not subtly hitting on her the whole time basically and she just totally shuts him down about getting better pickup lines well no i actually have the quote because i and then do have it followed by burn in very big letters i have burn written down in my notes too with an <laughs> exclamation point there we go so the burn was must be hard with your sense of direction never being able to find your way to a decent pickup line Ooh, burn Good and stuff. then so they're there and like dean you know talks about like how he likes kids and then sam picks on him and then dean does this really adorable monkey head scratch which i am there for but anyhow so now they're at the hotel and sam starts going into research mode and dean asks if there's a lake monster so Diana's like, do I get some Nessie? Am I yes. getting some Nessie? 
And then, you know, he's, and then Dean's like, Lake Monster Theory bugs me. Maybe Sam says that, but it also bugs me too. Yeah. Uh, so we find out that Christopher Barr was Andrea's husband and mm-hmm. Lucas's father. Mm-hmm. And Lucas was out in the lake for two hours before he got rescued. It's real sad. Makes me think about the Glee curse and Naya Rivera's son. Mm. He was out in the lake for like a couple hours while she was gone. Horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Sad stuff. Sad stuff. Uh, but yeah, that was, that was, that was him like, that's definitely a traumatic thing. That would, that would be an explanation as to why child doesn't talk too. anymore. Yeah. 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 For sure. For sure. So then they go to the park and they're like, hey, we're going to go and try and chat with Lucas. And then Dean has some very awkward kid conversation, which I can relate to. Because sometimes like you just want to talk to a child, but actually, I generally don't want to talk to children. But I do, when I talk to them, like I want them to think I'm cool. So if a child doesn't, much like it, I want all pets to like me. Yeah. So if a child doesn't like me, I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like I am the coolest person on this planet. So, yeah. yeah, so they're having an awkward conversation, and Dean offers to sit and draw with him, which reminds me of, like, Law & Order SVU, when they bring, like, a kid in that's had a trauma, and they're like, do you want to draw a picture? Do you want to tell me where the bad man touched you? Um, and then I'm going to relate to you in some manner, so I'm going to tell you about the time the bad man touched me. And so Dean's like, yeah, we're going to talk about the time my mom died. And so Dean draws a picture of his family and then so he gives it to him. He's like, this is my family. It's my dad, my mom, my geek brother and me. But his mom wasn't on fire. So this clearly was not an accurate drawing of your family, Dean. <laughs> he did say he's a bad draw. He's a bad artist to me. And he said, he said he, yeah, he was. But it, this, is, this is also a peep into Dean's tough guy, you know, like no, no feelings guy to show that, okay. His feelings got, are for suckers. Uh, so he's got he's got some feelers under there he's he's acknowledging them even if he can only acknowledge them to a small child he's acknowledging that he has human feelings so that's interesting that's it i felt like that was a little bit of uh, they used it as a good tool in character development i felt like this part of of dean's story does that make sense no it totally does you can see dean has depth he has many layers like an onion he's not just trying to bang waitresses he actually has trauma that he's working through also by bagging waitresses well yeah maybe i mean that's how i went through a lot of my trauma (laughs) (laughs) i have spent many in my years banging waitresses or waiters so you know but but that so so having a a a hero complex and going to try to save everybody and banging waitresses is his trauma uh uh, and drinking drinking a lot you haven't really gotten into it but yeah they're all borderline alcoholics you're we'll we'll get into that later didn't seem like they were drinking not much. not okay. trying to spoiler but yeah Man. it's gonna get real bad all right. all right well good so all right here we go he's got a heart i, I think i wrote down some, something about him having a heart at this point so that's interesting um so shortly after that scene is that oh man i think I, my notes are not as detailed as i had hoped but i think this is where we go back to the um the the family's house where the young lady's death that brought them there occurred yeah we're about to go back there before that though uh lucas does have a little bit of a breakthrough and he He brings dean a picture and it's a house but it's like oh like he wants to be friends with a cool guy the leather the bad leather jacket yeah he he brought he brings dean a picture of a house that they had not seen before yep so well 
Maybe they had. Uh, so anyway, so they go back to the lake. And so there's a dad. He's watching TV and he's watching cowboy things because this is all men watch cowboy things. So he's crying. And the son's like, I'm going to make some dinner. Yeah. Oh boy, does he make some dinner. He has a fucking fish that he is beheading and skinning. So it implies like by making dinner, I'm going to go to the lake, pull out a fish, and then I'm going to cut it up and gut it for you. And this is our dinner. So make life. I don't think that I'd be in the mood for that after my family member died in that lake. <laughs> Would you I'm be like, don't... I don't want anything from this lake? Yeah. <laughs> like that yeah. fish, that fish mm. probably ate my daughter. Oh uh, yeah, it gets that's all dark. Hold she up. that fish had a pedicure off my daughter and oh. <laughs> I'm eating her feet Man. cells. Ah uh, no, I couldn't see that. That would weird me. That would wear me out. It would make me uncomfortable. But all right. So yeah, so they're they're he's trying to, you know, get the fish ready and is working in the sink and the uh starts to have some serious plumbing issues. Oh god, do they have plumbing <laughs> issues? Um <laughs> So the sink starts getting clogged up and all I can think about is, I'm sure you went to that house in Dallas, but we have, uh, my friend and I um, lived in a house, I moved in for a while and the bathtub had a terrible drainage problem, which was horrible when everybody dyed their hair. So sometimes you would have just like the water would be like bright blue or bright green, depending on what somebody was dyeing their streak in their hair. And then for my birthday, we had a barbecue and we decided to have cream corn wrestling because, oh yeah, yeah, I thought you were, but yeah. So sometimes you just, people get in, did you wrestle? No. <laughs> okay. I was like, and I didn't have to wrestle because it was my birthday. So I just made other people wrestle in cream I corn for me. Pictures. Yep. So, but then all those girls who wrestled in the cream corn had to go wash off in that bathtub that didn't, that did not drain. So it was just like this layer of cream corn that was stressed across the bottom of it. So thanks girls. So I love gross. you. I'm, I'm glad you did these things for my birthday. <laughs> Thank you for doing that for my entertainment and clogging my tub. Yeah. Well, it was a so, bathtub, so. Well, that's fair. But yeah, so. <laughs> so, so yeah, so the water in his, this guy's sink starts backing up and uh, it's real murky and he reaches down for the, the plug and of course it's not Would you plug. put your hand in there? Oh, hell no. And after watching this, I'm never putting my hand in any clogged sink <laughs> ever again. My dear husband, Dave, is going to be responsible for all unclogging for here and forevermore in our house. That's all. This is a written to. rule. Ha ha. Yes. It is now. Okay. It, is, it, is, it is spoken. It is spoken. It is so. But yeah, so he gets pulled by whatever it is in the water that clogs the sink. It's a very full sink and it pulls up just to the very top and stops. It's pretty smart. And then he gets yanked under and he's fighting but you don't really see what's yanking him you just see his arms flailing in the water but you don't see anything grabbing him or anything like that and then he drowns he did. He and did. then the water disappears like it drains yeah but also like how loud was that dad crying <laughs> he was watching a cowboy show they can be loud it may have been a shootout right then yeah that was right the 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 shoot at OK Corral happened to run at the point. Right then. Right then. Right then. He was like, where's my filet fish And he's like, and then he went in to be like, where's my filet fish And then he's like, oh, shit. Shit, he did. He did. <laughs> and then he cried oh. some more. Sorry, we yeah. are terrible people. Well, now, now uh, he's real sad. Both now he's double sad. Double sad. Double sad. 
All right, so we get back to our motel and Sam unfortunately says, we can rule out Nessie. I'm sorry, it's not Nessie, Diana. Very disappointed. And it's because Will Carlton is dead. Now his dad's name was Bill Carlton and his name is Will Carlton. So kudos to this family for some good naming techniques. At least they picked like different nicknames. That does simplify things a little bit, but yeah. Yeah, Billy and Willie. Everyone loves a good Willie. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Come on, you love a good Willie, Diana. Hey, man, I can't. can't All, right. All right. So Dean suggests that it could be a water wraith or some kind of demon. Um, but we all know what is the thing that they have in common? Oh my God, it's water that comes from the lake. Yes. Oh no. So I guess, you know, thinking about aquifers and stuff like this i did not delve into this so are lakes actually used as water sources i mean i believe they can be it's not i mean it has to be treated but i guess they are they are usually like as like the backup source is my as my understanding um i don't know we're also we also live in a land of land uh, man-made lakes because that's what texas has mostly so maybe i grew up on an aquifer yeah well, I grew up. I grew up next to a man-made lake that was that has geckos in it, so we had to make sure we protect them. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I think they use it as a backup source, but it's not like the that's like the emergency backup usually. In, well, in it seemed region. like the water fed the entire town, right? It did. That's it what did. It was and, like, yeah, and, and and a lot of times, I guess, I mean, I guess in a town like that, a small town like that, the the lake is going to be integral to their you know their economy, their whatever they're doing there well i guess maybe that's why the town's gonna go maybe the town's not gonna be flooded but once the lake is gone they lose all their i i'm i'm search i'm reaching here. I don't know. yeah we're, we're reaching so anyway so we know we know that the, the the lake is going away and then that the lake also feeds the town in general we know that yeah. that's happening that for the story sake of the story that's what's going on yeah. and then sherlock sam deduces that it has must be something to do with bill carlton and i really like i wish at this point like he had a little sherlock holmes hat and a little like light bulb went over his head ha ha bill Bing. carlton Bing. <laughs> <laughs> yes so, so like, there's we, some connection obviously to to it's all circling around the same family if you will yeah so. circling <laughs> mm. so they decide they had to go back to the lake yes. so they go out to the lake and they try and talk to the dad and they're like there has to be connection and he is like go away i am very sad can you not see how sad i am like i'm very very cry i'm like well very. crap so then they leave and they go they start to get to the car and then ding gets his i have a thought face I am thinking something is coming on. And then a bing. It's Lucas's drawing. Oh my. Good depiction, Lucas. Like you're you've got some pretty good artist artistic skills mm-hmm. in you. Uh so then they go back to town and we're back to Andrea slash Amy. Because I wrote a discord write about her as Amy in all of my notes because it's like <laughs> it's Amy Ackerman. Uh, so then they have to give the you know something is going on speech that mm-hmm. may be a theme for many episodes. And Lucas is there and he's drawing bikes. Like, why is Lucas drawing a bike? I don't know. And then Dean has to give the I saw something real bad happen to my mom's speech. And then Sam's getting a look and he's doing some pretty good eyebrow acting. So you can see the eyebrows are going up and down. He's like, hey, 
Maybe Dean has layers like an onion. Maybe there, there's something more to my brother. And I think he's I wrote down directly. So Dean does have a heart, isn't total douche. That was my note. Yeah. Not total douche. All right. That could be the theme for this episode. Dean, not total douche. Um, so the Dean goes into the, I do my best to be brave speech. And then basically guilts the kid into being like, dude, your dad would not want you to be a lame mouse. Your dad wants you to be brave. Yeah. Be brave, young child who sat there and watched your father drown and then had to sit in a lake. You must overcome all this emotional trauma right yes. now and help people. Right. And the kid's like, nah, but I'll draw you a picture. Yeah. But it is a breakthrough. He was like, oh, here, here, I'm going to, I'm going to talk through my picture. And then he had a picture of a church and some other things. They're like, what's this church for? I don't know. And then they're driving away. And then Sam's like, hey, this kid must be getting ESP, which always makes me think about Mean Girls. And I have a sixth sense. I have ESPN. I can tell if it's raining. Nibble swirl. Um, <sighs> So uh, then Dean basically like chides him for being college boy, like, oh, you think you're so smart? And Sam's like, well, what you said about mom, you never told me that before. And then Dean pushes his feelings back down where they fucking belong. And so he shoves his feelings back down inside himself. He's like, we're just going to go off and do our things. We don't need to talk about why I'm sad. So yay, Dean. Diana's just shaking her head at me. She's like, you're so emotionally avoidant. Yes. Yes. All right. So, yep. So they go see. They find the church. church. They find the church. And then from there, they can see that the house that was in what Lucas drew. Exactly. So they go to this house. They knock on the door and they're like, hey, we want to bring up the most painful memory you've ever had. Tell us about your dead child. I guess they didn't know it was a dead child. They didn't know that. They were going up and he's like, hey, what do you know about this kid? And she's like, oh, that's my kid that died a long ass time ago. Uh, Let me talk about it and cry for you. Because clearly I have never gotten over it. This entire house is a shrine to my child. And this I'm real sad too. So this is a very sad town. Why do it people live in Lake Monotoc? Like that town. whole like happy to go lucky sign that we came in should just be like, welcome to Lake Monotoc. We have problems. It's sad. <laughs> just it's sad. Yep. It pretty but sad. It's there we pretty, go. but we're all real sad. And the mom starts talking about her kid whose name is Peter. And then we see the army men, so good, good direction there. So mm-hmm. we see the army men, so like, oh, this is why Lucas is playing with all the army men, because Peter yeah. played with him, which is also real weird. Mm-hmm. And she's like, he was never supposed to, he was supposed to ride his bike straight home, and he never showed up. Then we see a picture of a ginger kid with Peter, and that's Bill Carlton. I have thoughts about the ginger kids later. Um, mm. So, yep. So we're there. Um, anything else on the mom? Mm-mm. Uh, I think I think at this point I'm gonna say so they but they talked to the dad at one point and then they talked or not, they haven't talked to him yet but they talked to the mom and there there's a line that stuck out to me that's not super I thought it was really interesting that we hear this line twice in this episode talking about the death of a child saying that it, it's worse than dying and I just thought that was an interesting um, obviously very sad but an interesting line to be repeated twice talking about um, these, these parents dealing with the death of their children. There we go. That's what I got. That is a very good point. Yay, writers. 
just you know reuse you know reemphasizes the 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 moment i guess in in the experience of, of having that line reused there we go all right so yeah. we go back so we're back at the lake yep and pills crying on the dock again yep. uh man talking, he's talking to he's, the lake yeah i hope he's hydrated too like he is crying a lot yeah a lot. So they're going out there and damn, damn. <laughs> so Dean and Sam just became damn in my notes. But Dean hey, and know? Sam starts talking about the spirit of Peter. Like, well, he'd be real pissed. And yep. then I'm like, oh, fuck, not another ghost child. I'm like, God damn it. We're going to have another fucking ghost child. Yeah. Um, if, hold on. If you're angry about it, how do you think I felt? <laughs> Wait, do you see the gift that I'm making for this? I, I, I have. Very upset. I have made a ghost child for this episode. God damn it. Yep. So um, well, when this episode comes out, then I'll reveal the guff of uh, how I feel about ghost children. So anyway, so I'm like, oh, fuck, there's not another ghost child. And then so they end up at the lake and then we see Bill on the boat and he's just like, fuck it. I'm, I'm going out. to this lake. I'm out. And then he goes out and then there's this epic boat flip like it just it was a big boat explosion <laughs> it was a it was big like... boat explosion <clears throat> i mean uh, according to tv cool. tviv.org so in this scene um when there was like this dramatic action that was called for in reality jared and jensen were reacting to a piece of tape that was being dangled off the camera as a scene they were supposed to be witnessing and then of course that boat flipping was cgi but now like every time i watch it i just see like that and i'm like looking at this piece of tape I'm like oh my god the tape like, the tape like teasing, like teasing your cat yeah like pretty much like, can you imagine like a cat had like been on that dock and just like Whoa! and then like the cat would, like probably jumped in the lake and drowned but Aww. okay so the boat blows up uh very lethal weapon i think that's a lethal weapon thing i don't know so they go back to the sheriff's office and there's yep. amy or andrea and she has a bucket of chicken fuck yeah she has a whole bucket of chicken and i really wanted a bucket of chicken when i started watching this and then the sheriff comes in and she's like i brought you dinner and he's like no and i'm like you monster you turned down a bucket of fucking chicken yeah that's not right that's how we know like you are not a good person like no good person <laughs> turns down a bucket of chicken it's a judgment sorry. of character right there yep and Lucas is obviously very upset. And everybody just kind of ignores him. And then she just kind of ushers him down, like, why is my child having giant spasms? Like, but, you know, yeah, nobody needs to see the spasms. So we'll just take him out. And the sheriff gets all dowdy. And then he starts blaming them. And then, you know, like, he's going to die because he's being suspicious as fuck. Right. And then he's like, I know you're not wildlife service. I looked you up yeah. like, no shit, they're not wildlife service. Look at them. <laughs> they do the look outdoorsy to you. No, they are clearly no. not in the wildlife service. No, these they did not obviously. know about your indigenous car carnivores. No. 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 And then the sheriff starts even become more dicky and he starts pointing his finger in their face as he talks and tells them to get out of town. And I'm sorry, nobody can point a finger in my face without me grabbing their finger. <laughs> Like that is just your natural well, human reaction. Yeah, Someone put points I, a finger I, at you repetitively, you grab yeah. that shit. Yeah. I think I think at this point they were just like, oh shit. You know, I, I don't think that they were and they're trying to not make enemies. I, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. I guess, but even I, like if I'm trying to behave and be like a good person, you put a finger in my face. <laughs> not going. You well. just have you have to grab the finger. That's just what you do. 
pull you have to pull the finger <laughs> you have to pull the finger pull the finger oh, pull it oh my gosh uh yeah you know and, and then you know and his threat is basically y'all are either gonna have to you're either getting arrested or get get gtfo get out of my town yeah yeah so um i'm just gonna file this under obviously they weren't gonna leave town duh like i've watched i'm i'm on episode three and i can tell you duh they're not gonna <laughs> fucking leave okay like oh yeah yeah okay guys we're just gonna leave this whole story blind behind and just go do something else now we're all good no. now now obviously they're gonna stay even if they pretend like they're leaving which well i mean i guess like in their heads they thought they were leaving because you know they're driving out of town yeah and they get I to a guess. sign and lucas is back at his house and he's just drawing creepy black holes yeah that would that got real weird i mean like houses and bicycles and shit are like whatever i mean especially if they're like esp things it's creepy but going from that to black holes is not not typically a good sign i would yep. think so Sam and Dean, what they're trying to get out of town, and they get to a stop sign, and they're like, nope, can't do it, gotta go back. Duh. And then Sam starts being a little bitch again, and argues that the spirit should be at rest. And Dean's like, we have a kid, and this kid is scared, which is also just like, hey, don't be a dick. There's a child, and he's completely freaked out, and we just left. This seems like the appropriate thing to do. We're gonna go back and help the child, and maybe try and bang his mom. Well, yeah, but but it was cute, uh, you know. Like once again, that ties back to this development of this character a little bit more of not being so single faceted. Exactly. So then, you know, we kind of flash back and forth. They're driving back, and then Andrea is filling up a gorgeous tub. That is a mm -hmm. sweet ass clawfoot tub, and um, she's filling it up with a lot of. It's water. really full, right? That's why I was. Yeah. I literally wrote that down. I'm like, that tub is very full. Oh and the water and she's still pouring water in it so i'm like are you draining this like maybe like she has the drain open and she's just like i'm just gonna waste all the water because it comes to the lake and we just know the lake's gonna be gone so i'm taking all the lake water we can but, but so she's got a really full and she's not paying attention to the water and like yeah. if you're gonna fill it up that much you're gonna have to like look at it and notice when it starts discoloring well, and then she starts rubbing the discolored water all over herself. And my note was like, don't rub it on yourself. Like, oh my God, like stop. But, but like, you're not going to fill the tub up that much and then not be like, oh, like, I don't want to like spill it everywhere. You're like, you look down at the water at some point. I well, I think also in modern tubs, like my tub has a natural drain in it. Like yeah. once you hit a certain line yeah. that it just starts pulling water out because they're like, you're being a dick. Stop you're wasting so much or water. You're gonna, or you're going to drown in your tub. I don't know. Yeah. That too. But I don't think it drains enough that you couldn't drown in it. I'm pretty sure know. I could probably, if I took a, never mind, I'm not going to go there. Um, so, anyways, oh. so she's rubbing the nasty ass water all over herself. It's gross. <laughs> it's real gross. And then she starts getting pulled under. And Lucas is pounding on the door. And then she's trying to fight her way out. And then my note is, ooh, I saw a butt. So, like, her butt's in the air. <laughs> she's trying to get out. And thank you, CW or wherever this was being aired on at the time i think it was cw for not editing out amy acker's butt i appreciate it it was a very cute butt it may have been a double a, a stuck butt like it could have been a body double but whoever's butt it was kudos cute butt, butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh and so, of course yeah the guys show up at the house yep and so they run upstairs and there's water everywhere now this water has exceeded um, out of the tub that's what fast. happens when you overfill the fucking tub you can't fill yep. the tub that much man it's messy 
It is messy. And so Sam is using That's my concern. Like, <laughs> I'm like, it's very difficult to clean up. Same with that sink in the Oh other my house. God. Do you know how many towels that so would use? Do you know oh how, my like, gosh. oh my God. Like, I can't even, like, you can't swim for that shit. Like, you're just going to be using, like, all these towels. They're all going to be soaked. And then they're going to get soaked in, like, two seconds. And you're going to run through all your fucking towels. And then you're going to have to wash all of them. And this, this very disturbs me. And I want to stop talking about it. Oh my God, guys. All, right, all so, the towels. All the, the towels, and then you gotta do so many loads of laundry, and they take forever to dry. Anyways, and they're gonna right. be wet while you're waiting uh, to do the laundry. Ugh, I'm traumatized now. I know so that, that was traumatic in itself. Is the laundry to clean up the tub mess? Liz is gonna cry about laundry. She might really. Yeah, I don't care I'm, about the ghost thing. I'm just like, you have to wash so many towels. <sighs> All right. So, so anyway, so I, like. When they run up, the guys run upstairs because the Lucas leads them up there. Dean, I don't know if you caught this, legit throws the kid across the hallway. <laughs> like they're like going to get in the room. And so like they go to the they get to the door. Dean the kid like starts banging on it again. They, Dean throws the kid across the hallway and holds him back while Sam goes in to try to figure out what's going on and pull her out of the tub. I was very amused that like they had like this moment and then like Dean like chunks a kid across the hall. <laughs> but I also think that it was very telling that they had Sam pull her out and not yes. Dean. So yes. we didn't have to worry about Dean trying to cop a feel or anything. It was just like, hey, it's going to be like, Sam's not going to yeah. be trying to fill up her tits. Well, and it kind of also left Dean with the kid. I think that was yeah. part important to the storyline. Sure, sure. Too. We're going with that. Like, not that. But also, Dean's about... a perv and yeah. would have been like, hey. But also, Amy Acker is very tall. Oh, is she? Okay. I'm assuming, just based on what I, well, we had to look it up. But I'm assuming she's pretty tall. And I don't, I guess Jensen Ackles, I think he's also like, I need to look up height. Mm. But Jared Padalecki is much taller. So this also could have been a better just composition. Better yeah. And not as awkward as a shorter guy pulling out a taller woman. According to the internet, she is 5'8. Well, how tall is Jensen Ackles? I don't know. Google faster. I'm trying. Keep talking about the episode. I'll pop back with heights later. Okay. So, um, so now we go through and like, so she's downstairs and she's trying to get through things and Dean's just going through her shit. So he's going through her stuff and he finds a bunch of photo albums. And then Amy's like, or Andrea's like, I thought I heard a voice because she thinks she's going crazy. And then she's like, it said, come play with me. Fuck you, ghost children. Why are yeah. you so goddamn creepy? Like, why are you never just like, hey, I want to kill you. You're like, come play with me. Fuck ghost children. So Dean ends up finding this Cub Scout picture. And then she he asks Andrea if she recognizes anyone. And there are a lot of fucking gingers in that picture. So I don't know if there are a lot of gingers in Wisconsin in general. I don't think they are. I would think they would be more like yeah. blondie. Um, but I don't know. I've only been to like very small i've been to like one very small town in wisconsin where i had like the airport was so small there was only two gates and it only opened for like three hours at a time that's the only part of wisconsin i've ever been to hmm i'm not but anyways but if looking at that picture and there's that many gender children no wonder this town is fucking haunted because genders don't have souls and they all want to you know <laughs> eat people so it's a lot. Uh, the Sorry, come play with me thing gender. i was like oh hell no when they said that because you know how i get about hey i already know it's gonna be a ghost child and i'm already upset about this and they've got like some like creepy ass like 
catchphrase no not not into it but okay <laughs> they're like this is my tagline hashtag yeah, come play like, with oh. me of course it is of course of course come play with me no. yeah so anyhow so um then lucas like starts zombie walking out to a patch of ground outside mm -hmm. and the boys are like well shit i gotta dig because you always have shovels supernatural rule number 4075 always have at least two shovels because you're going to be digging something and i bet they were in trunk we don't get to see trunk in this episode but i bet they I were know. in they were in hashtag trunk. yeah no 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 team trunk all right, so they, uh, they're digging, and they find the bike, and the sheriff pulls a gun on them, and he's all creepy. So this is, like, where I get kind of confused. So they're digging up this bike. So is Andrea's house by the other house? Yes. I got the impression that she, her house was right by the other house. That's the impression I got. Yeah, I didn't understand that earlier because I thought they were driving from house to house, or maybe it's a different side of the lake. Maybe hmm. they're all just around this lake and it's a lake town, I guess, you know. Um, so the sheriff pulls a gun out of him and he's all shaky because he's guilty as fuck. <laughs> and Dean's like, you can't bury the truth, Jake. Nothing stays buried. And which is, you know, ha ha, ghosts always come back. He's like, you got one seriously pissed off spirit. That's my Dean voice and it's terrible, but. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's something. <laughs> Stop doing a Dean voice. And then Sam gives the spirit's going to kill you speech. Yeah. Uh, so at this point, this is where uh, we start getting our supernatural lessons on how to get rid of an angry ghost. And Dean says, you got to find the remains, salt them, and burn them into dust. Like jerky. Like <laughs> jerky? You don't grind jerky into dust. I guess no, you, you do it when, you, when you masticate it. Yeah. <laughs> I said masticate. <laughs> masticate. So I thought, you know, for Laura for this episode, I think this is a good time to talk about salt. So based on that line, and well, not to be, this is spoiler free, but okay, so we know that if you have a ghost, in order to get rid of the ghost, you have to find the remains, salt them, and burn them into dust. So we'll see this as a trope. This is going to be a thing that happens in Supernatural as we go through. But I also thought, we're going to talk about a lot of ghosts. Like, obviously, not to spoil things, there's going to be a lot of ghosts. So if we talked about ghosts for every episode, it's just going to kind of run things the ground. So I thought, hey, let's talk about salt and our new friend, Mr. Salty. Um, so <laughs> we have a new character that's introduced as Mr. Salty. He's going to help us through all things Supernatural. Uh, so looking up in things so in general there really isn't a historical background assault being used to kill ghost i think that is just a trope that's been developed for supernatural but obviously salt is something that's been very important to humanity uh we've had you know the salt trade is something that has defined things going for for many you know millennia i would say i would say centuries yeah. millennia is probably a better word so some interesting things about salt I did find, even though I did never, I never found anything about using kill ghosts. Um, so according to Salt, a world history by Mark Kurlansky, who wrote a really interesting book about cod. So if you wanted to read a book all about the history of cod, the fish, not the cod piece, um, 
Um, I highly recommend his book and it talks about kind of how this changed the world. But anyways, according to his book on salt, and there is an 1157 engraving from an artist in Paris titled Women Salting Their Husbands. And this picture is fan-fucking-tastic. It shows four women holding down a man. They're pulling down his pants and they are salting his naked ass. So they're just like dumping salt on his butt and because this salt was supposed to make your man virile. And the last line of the poem that accompanied it said, with this salting front and hack, at last strong natures, they will not lack. So if you want your man to be more virile in bed, you don't need to get Viagra, you sing it to salt and have three of your besties come over and salt his butt. And then you will have some good old times. So, unless he's already a salty ass motherfucker, if he's already a salty ass motherfucker, you may not, you may not, you know, maybe he's already virile though. If yeah. he's salty AF, and then you know, you're always having good bedtime. So, um, also, did you know that the only way to break a zombie spell is with salt? So, if you ever see a zombie, we don't need to hack off their heads or shoot them with a shotgun, we just need to pour salt on them, like a snail. and that'll break the zombie spell, like a snail. Yep. In parts of Africa and the Caribbean, it is believed evil spirits are disguised as women who shed their skin at night and travel in the dark as balls of fire. To destroy these spirits, their skin must be found and salted so they cannot return it in the morning. So, Hmm. yeah, if you see some balls of fire, then you go find the skin and then you salt it. Yep. I mean, I like salt. I mean, this is fine. Yeah, in more alignment with the show, um, I've got a book called The Black Arts. It's by Richard Cavendish. And in that, it said salt can be used to ward off demons. It is anti-demonic because it's a preservative. And demons are creatures which are corrupt and destroy anything which has preservative qualities. It's contrary to the nature and they don't like it. So because oh, yeah, demons don't like jerky. And I've seen that carry. <laughs> and I've seen that. And that carries over in a lot of um, uh fantasy lore even like the urban fantasy stuff you, you find a lot of that where they use salt for you know holding demons or um you know whatever making lines for them to cross things like that so that's interesting yep um according to wikipedia.com which i'm also very happy there is a wikipedia.com you just were really excited to say that i know you are Uh, So according to that, salt may be used to create magical barriers against unwelcome entities, like you said. Standing within a circle of salt shields one from attack by these spirits, and sprinkling a line of salt in windowsills and doorways prevents them from entering the home. So we'll see that also as a trope in in the show. Um, And the reason for that is because salt is said to absorb energy. To absorb negative energy in an area, you sprinkle salt around the room, then sweep it up and discard it. It is not a good idea to use salt on the ground outside as it can damage the fertility of the soil. When using salt outside, it is best to place it in dishes. So you had to have a, but, but I mean, like you would have to have a trough. You'd yeah. have to have a trough of salt because yeah. otherwise they're just like, I'm going to walk between the bowl. Right. Like, <laughs> Kick the bowl over. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's like your other thing. So. Um, I was reading through Raymond Buckland's complete book of witchcraft, who, by the way, I found out. So he founded the Buckland Museum of Witchcraft and Magic in Long Island in 1966. And so this move, this museum moved around a bit and it's now in Cleveland, Ohio. Hmm. And it was the first museum of its kind in the U.S. with an anthropological approach to the world of folklore, folklore and supernatural. And they often have this most amazing fucking kitten. Um, and he's on their site. His name is Robart. He He's black and he's just the 
cutest fucking kitten I've ever seen. Um, he sometimes helps hero readings and gives tours. And they also adopted him from the Christmas Story house. So, like, Ralphie Parker's Aww. house. And you can go and stay there. So this house isn't haunted. So we can actually, I found a house that we can go to and stay at. You found a non-haunted destination for us? I it's found not a beach not- and it's not haunted. <laughs> so like the t- I'm always down for the beach. But it's our not on a beach. beach. Or it's a haunted thing. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'll do beaches all day, but not haunted. All right. Yeah, but so it is in Cleveland. I guess we can go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and I can yeah. go see the Clash Archive and I'd be really happy with that. Yeah. So, 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 dear husband. And get, and I can go see the kitten. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm going to go to Cleveland. I, mean, I don't really care about the museum. I just want to see the cat at the museum. Are you going to get a tarot reading by the cat? Fuck yeah, I would get a tarot reading by the cat. Like, you said that he assisted. I mean, like, hell yeah. He assisted. Yeah, you should go look at this picture. It's the cutest fucking thing ever. Um, so anyhow, back to salt. Yeah. So according to Buckland, um, salt and water dishes are found on most witch altars. Salted water represents life. Salt itself symbolized semen, as it is detailed in the symbolic significance of salt by Ernest Jones. So I'm going to stop there and let you digest that for a second. Huh. But that does tie back to the virility in the previous. Yeah. You know. But yeah, yeah. So salt has come. So we're talking yeah. about cummy salt now. So I was like, well, hey, I want to read this, so, this. So demons hate spooge. Demons hate spooge. You know, so yeah, so I mean, I don't want to walk into things that are covered in spooge either. Like, so yeah. this would keep me away. That's, you know, you spit or swallow, yeah, demon. Around, uh, so, around that. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, so I was like, okay, I want to read this essay by Ernest Jones, who was a psychoanalyst. Um, think you know, Sigmund Freud. I think they're actually friends. And then I started reading this essay, and he says some real racist shit. And so I stopped. Uh, it was written in 1921, so maybe there's some leeway yeah, there. You gotta give you gotta give a little leeway there, I think. But you know, a little. And that also leeway, doesn't mean but... you have to go keep down the rabbit hole if you don't want to. So he not only used like super racist terms for South Africans, and he was talking mm. just. I'm not going into it. It was yeah, real bad. Okay. You can look it up if you want. I it so then i started going down some other paths where i'm like well is there any place else where you know it has to do with semen um so there was a book by ea wallace budge and so he said in the egyptian aphrodite mysteries which i think is equivalent to isis because uh, at some point like isis became demeter became aphrodite blah 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 um so in that he said salt is associated with a phallus which was also a border off of evil. So um, dicks keep away evil. Oh man, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. So you got dicks and dicks and cum where ward off evil and and yeah, salt so supernatural them or makes them stronger. Maybe this is why Dean was so horny. So yeah. he was like, if, if I just flooge everywhere, like I'll keep the demons away. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So um, all right. And so I did also find a really great account of a demonologist named Alexis Vincent Charles Bergier de Terra Nouvelle de Tim. Whoa. I said none of that correctly, but who cares? Um, so he was around from 1765 to December 3rd, 1851. He was a French author and at this time now people think he may have been suffering from some kind of psychosis but you know um so in 
uh, Grillo de Gives, uh, Witchcraft, Magic, and Alchemy from 1954. He does um, have pictures of all these things that the demonologist was doing to prevent it. And I just thought his explanation for what, how salt came to this was amazing. Um, so the sixth figure shows me continuing my preparations for the anti-goblin medication. I'm seated what? at the court. There's an anti-goblin medication. Yeah. Sorry. Um, you 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 like, kind of skimmed over that. <laughs> anti-goblin medication. Yep. Seems important. All right. Yeah, Can Pfizer should get on that board. All right. <laughs> so I am sure. seated They'll at the court. They only have half the dose they promise us. <laughs> so I am seated at the corner of my fire and near a table on which I have placed aromatic plants, needles, pins sulfur salt and other things a bottle filled with captive goblins is also placed on the table i am looking at my prisoners provokingly but the wretches are the wretches are powerless to harm me in pinnell armed with a fork and accompanied by a strong body of invisible goblins would very much like to frighten me but nothing can disturb the serenity of my of my feelings M. Etienne Procot, a law student disguised as a pig, cannot withstand the odor of my anti-goblin plants. He is vomiting up what he has perhaps, what he has perhaps just eaten at the house of another of his victims. So this guy had a fucking pig that he fed a bunch of plants and the pig is puking. <laughs> and, and he's got a bunch of captive goblins. The captive goblins, one of which is the pig. So he has some bottles in some, so he has goblins in some bottles, yeah. and he also has a pig who is a goblin. Yeah. And the and the pig is puking because he can't yeah, stand the smell of it. Yeah. That's a lot to process. It is, but amazing. And I really wish I could have known this man. I'm, and I am he was go out on he, a limb and think that he may have had some psychosis. Or he had some fucking goblins in a bottle. Or he had Don't goblins. judge him. Or he had <laughs> goblins. Know. You weren't there, Diana. You don't there. know. He could he not there. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to judge his truth. Don't do, that, was his, that was his story. <laughs> so at this point, like, I started going down a horrible rabbit hole. And I was, you could already tell things are bad. Because, like, you know, yeah. I've gone through salt and uh-huh. semen and phalluses and goblin pigs. And goblin pigs. Yeah, and goblin, goblin pigs. pigs, and then somehow I came across this book on Etsy called "The Scatological Rights of All Nations," and that was a book about poop and magic, and it was on sale um, at Etsy for one hundred and forty-six dollars. So I was like, "Do I want to bid on this?" And then I said, "I got to." I did not bid on the poop magic book, which you should be very proud of me. Liz, yeah, I'm very proud of you for not buying the poop magic book. Please don't bid on the poop magic book. But somebody wrote a poop magic book. Like this is, and it's, it's just because somebody wrote it doesn't mean you should read it. But somebody spent time researching, and it. it's not like a new book. This is an elderly book, so it was you know pre-internet poop poop research. So <laughs> pre-internet poop research. Yeah, and trying to figure out you know. I, Magical but also that means of poop. there are enough magical rights that involve crap to have made it. This looks like a pretty thick book. And it looked like you sent me a like a screenshot just to like as a teaser, and I'm yes. like, I don't even, I don't want to know. But it was like, I mean, that book's a couple inches thick. Yeah, that was a thick ass book. 
So there's I, apparently, I, no. a, now you got, you want me to get it, don't you? No, you want me to I buy still don't. Book? No, I don't want you to. You wanted to, you wanted me to validate this decision and I'm go not going to validate this decision for you. I'm going to tell you, no, don't buy the, don't I'm buy the poop buy magic the poop book. book. You can do whatever you want with your money. I'm going to recommend against the poop magic book. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Well, you know, the holidays are coming. So if someone wants to buy me the poop magic book for Christmas, <laughs> you know, I'll put it on my Amazon wish list. Although I don't think you can put eBay books on your Amazon wish list. So. But, but yeah, I, you can't buy it on Amazon. What I know is. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. All right. So well, that's so salt. That's salt. Salty, salty. I'm sure. I'm sure there's more things to be said about salt, but I think I'm that's sure. enough. But but I will that's say, enough. so I did on episode. So on the first episode, they did have find the line of salt in Dad's hotel room. Um, so obviously, this is gonna be an ongoing thing uh, with the salt as a use for warding off whatever. Um, but yeah. So which is why we have Mr. Salty. Mr. Salty, he will make a he will make a, a appearance in many episodes to come. Mr. Salty. Uh, so yeah, so this is about the time that we get to the uh, part of the show that upsets me and will give me nightmares. Ghost children. Yeah, it's like a, a drowned ghost child. This was yeah. very upsetting. Yeah, so they're there, the sheriff, and the sheriff is like, we got rough. We were holding his head underwater. We didn't mean to. I'm like, fuck you, dude. Like, we got rough and drowned a child? Like, that's yeah. not getting rough. That Oopsie. is... Oops. I didn't mean to accidentally drown this child. I mean, my brother used to think it was funny and hold my head underwater, which may be why I am afraid of swimming in oceans. But... Um, but so at the same time, he never killed me. Like it was never like he wouldn't be like, "Oh, hi, mom and dad. I got rough and accidentally drowned my sister." Like, you know. Yeah, it seems like that seems like a step beyond rough. Uh, you know, I don't know. But yeah. So and finally, after denying everything, so he finally is like, "Oh yeah, we got rough," and then he starts realizing that goddamn psychotic children. Like, what the fuck is going on in your town? It's probably because of all the gingers. That could be it. That could be an excessive, excessive ginger population. Excessive um, ginger population leads you to killing of the children. Yeah. yeah. So, so he wanders his happy ass into the lake because Lucas. Well, I, yeah. Well, apparently Lucas isn't that psychic. <laughs> he was no. like, I'm going to drop my army man in here and just go shove my hand at it. You clearly are not thinking that far ahead. No. So. so Lucas gets sucked in the, in the lake. So then everybody's trying to figure out how to save Lucas and yeah, and there's a creepy ghost child that like shows up. Like and he shows up. Head. Yeah, he little head peeks out because so Grandpa, the sheriff, is like waiting in, like okay, it's me. Let him go. Blah blah blah. I'm sorry, Take it was an me. accident. And uh, and the creepy ghost kid's peeking out of the water, and then all of a sudden he's not peeking out of the water, and and Granddad, aka Sheriff, goes under. Yeah, and that's a deep ass lake. Like yeah, they drove, they drug him down like super, super deep. And I did read somewhere that while they were doing um, most of this part, there was like underwater cameras, and that there were scuba divers with like you know mm -hmm. oxygen tanks, and those are being there for for Padalecki. I'm not sure if it was for everybody, but at least Padalecki and Ackles got some got some water. <sighs> yeah. And then, so and then, and then and then the kid pops back up kid gets set free by the by the creepy ghost kid well dean has him and the child oh, looks true. like he's dead and and then andrea slash amy oh, yeah. is freaking out and then you're led to believe like the once again but oh my god you know the child's dead not lucas no uh, 
so then we go and we're in town and then like so they're can continue to play with your head so dean's like looking all pissy and sam's like can't save everybody and you're like oh man fucking gender kid's dead yeah um and we know he won't go to heaven because he doesn't have a soul so we're all we're all really sad for that's extra kid. sad that's extra sad but wait he's alive He's there. Huzzah! The and he made them sandwiches. So God bless this little Very ginger cute. kid. He made sandwiches. They look real gross, but I will probably eat gross sandwiches anyways. So yeah, you know. Um, and now Lucas is talking. Yes. So now he's, he found he found his voice. Yep. He found he found his voice. Oh, so mm-hmm. precious. Mm-hmm. And Dean teaches him to say Zeppelin rules. Which I don't know if that's true, but okay. Zeppelin rules, and I, just, I get screeching weasels stuck in my head, and like you know, Robert Plant's a son fuck. But anyhow, and so they high five, and then Dean gets another kiss. What's up with all these bitches kissing Dean? Like, He's, I guess, I guess the the douchiness is charming to some. Yeah, everybody loves a bad boy. Nobody likes a whiny bitch, Sam nobody likes a whiny bitch he's not getting any lip action there's a reason because you're you're just annoying so she kisses him they drive off we don't know where they're driving to by the way like they didn't really give a destination they just leave so they don't have another case at this point like they just start winding like how do they even end up at the town where like inwood went like i guess maybe the dad's journal pointed them to the next spot but we don't know like now they're just implied they're just randomly driving off because dad's a dick and won't leave him a voicemail and just leaves random clues somewhere like the world's worst scavenger hunt yeah and they do have uh, an interesting outro song here though uh interesting it's not that interesting i looked it up because i'm like sounds vaguely familiar and it's called uh late night fade by 383 stroker which actually is not a band or a song i would have heard for i'm like oh it sounds familiar no not at all and it seems like a band that is very defunct it was very hard to find anything about them but i thought i would it sounds like a that band that, that netflix didn't have to pay a lot of money to license their song yes it does <laughs> but either way it was interesting kind of like as an outro it was a little like uh, super suckersy anyways but yeah, yeah, yeah um, super suckers so yeah so so that was kind of like the outro song i was trying to, i was like oh shit that was the first like legit song in that episode that i heard so i was like all right what do we got here because i was i thought it sounded familiar i got it not but um but yeah i will want to say one thing the sheriff good old sheriff grandpa that <laughs> whose sheriff fault this whole grandpa. thing was uh who caused this whole fucking fiasco he was on a show another show that i watched that was only on for like one and a half seasons whoops uh but called uh memphis beat with jason lee and jason lee was like a like to like like kevin smith and jason lee yeah like saying so like he like sang at the local like bar and like solved crimes yeah memphis beat huh so that's what happened at post clerks yeah well then he moved to pre-silent pre-silent bob and yeah Uh, he moved to denton and like skateboarded and had like an art gallery too in texas yeah cool he's not here now i think cool now yeah yeah there you go uh it's another cross the small crossover reference but yeah that's what i got so where we at on how do we feel about these characters now see i am i am even though he's a perv 
I like pervs. So I'm in, I'm in team Dean at this point. And okay. it, it'll be a long time for me to, it'll be a while before I waver probably not spoiler free, but probably yeah. I'm going to be, I, I like assholes. Not like, you know, that sounds like a very strange thing. <laughs> you were just talking about poop magic. You gotta be careful. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, not sphincters, but I like guys who have emotional issues that shove everything down and what? don't want to share. I yeah. know. Shocking. Oh, sh- so, I like so emotionally shocking. unavailable men. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I'm going to, I'm going to be non-committal except for to say that I, uh, that, uh, that my little, my little armor, anti-Dean armor has been cracked. Sam's kind of whiny. So I can handle, I can handle a, a damaged. Sam jerk. is still in the backseat of baby. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Team oh, baby my. all the way though. That car's sweet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all team baby. Hmm. But yeah. So. Maybe um, we'll get more trunk next episode. I can always hope for more trunk. <laughs> Diana likes a big trunk. I do. You should see that just has a huge trunk. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I did do a quick, quick research note. FYI, um, uh, uh, Jensen is uh, six foot one, and Jared is six foot four, according to Google. Okay. So we have Amy at five eight, Jensen at six one, and Pat Lucky at six four. I do like a tall man, but six one is not nothing to sneeze at. You know? I'm a fan of the six one. Uh, so, but yeah, I mean, it also makes more sense for the six four to take out the five eight, the six one five eight. But yeah, but yeah. How tall so are you, go. Diana? I'm five ten. Five ten. Okay, so Jared would also be taking you out in the tub. Sorry. <laughs> thanks okay uh, so i think that's gonna wrap it up for episode three yes. uh whatever the name of this fucking episode was i forget at this point something, uh, something from the water something in the water uh drowned ghost children let's name it that yeah, drowned drowned fucking ghost children so drowned creepy. ghost children so creepy or gross black Didn't water like i don't know nightmares you know? diana's nightmares that's what Oh. I don't think right. that, I think there'd be worse nightmares than that. I'm like, sure oh there god. will. So uh, oh my god, like towels. <laughs> oh my god, towels. I think Laundry. it's probably the best episode for this episode name. All right. So uh please follow us on Instagram at Devil's Trap Podcast and follow us on Twitter at Devil's Trap pod um always if you like us you can uh please like and subscribe and leave all the reviews and all the things you're supposed to do share it share it share it tell your friends um because i'm sure everybody wants to hear about phalluses and sphincters i mean it's this is not safe for kids all right uh well i'm liz i'm diana cheers jerk cheers bitch Trap Podcast is a Don't Be a Dick production. Meow. Intro music, arrangement and performance by Dave Cox. Piano arrangement and performance by Bobby Orozco. Meow. <laughs>